The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonhalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale, able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month, makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. Stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought, it's the way you think, not what you've got, yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Get your money mind right. Get your money mind right here, folks. Have a wagon hauls in the house, your purveyor of prosperity. I am with the maestro of moolah, none other than the Michael Terry. Hey, folks. And we're going to help you get your money mind right on today's show with our fabulous Women's Empowerment Series, continuing with another great interview from Sarah Tetro. So just let me tell you, this interview was my one, and I can't remember which one was the top one, but this one and my Nathaniel Brandon were my two highest grossing uh, shows of all time. Nice. Yeah, so Sarah Tetro from GoGingham.com, who now has a new venture as a creative director uh, with uh, Forum One. She's the creative strategy chick because, well, that's what she does. Just yeah. when you take a look at, at what she's done with GoGingham, you'll be really impressed. So we, we've got her coming up. We have our key coming up and uh, Moolah Word of the Day. So um, let's. what is our key our this key, week, Miguel? Our key is uh, number nine, create credit. Create credit. You know what I think about when I think about credit? I think about all the books that have been written about credit. And I know sometimes it really sucks to have to sit and read something. Wouldn't it be better if you could learn about something without having to read with your eyes? It would. And you know what? Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners can take advantage of reading with their ears from our sponsor, audible.com. I invite you to visit audibletrial.com forward slash unlock your wealth so you can click on the link to start your free audiobook on credit today. All you have to do is visit the website at audibletrial.com forward slash unlock your wealth. It'll also be linked on the show page. You can also get one of my books that is now up there. And that is the seven elements for self-empowerment. Yes, you can 2.0. It's available on Audible. So you can zip over, download it, get it for free. So I'm really excited to share that with you. So for those of you who haven't taken advantage of or are not audiobook listeners, give it a free trial. No matter what, the book is yours to keep, whether or not you continue. But you know what? I just took a screenshot. I'm at 617 books in my library, and I just renew my annual subscription again. I mean, I love nonfiction, but hence the secret office. I'm totally like a spy and assassin thriller kind of reader. Nice. Love the mysteries. Did you read the Bosch series? No, you know what? Like Amazon keeps popping that up for me to watch the TV series. Good. It's but, well done. But I haven't I haven't done that yet. Cause you know why? So I have no idea why I didn't know this, but it wasn't until I was introducing another one of my friends who doesn't have time because he runs a chain of gyms and he is not able to read as much as he would like. But he's like, I was talking to him at an event at his home, and so he likes like spy stuff too. And I'm like, have you read James Bond? He goes, no, I've just 
seen the movies. I'm like, you are missing out. So I go, I Google to find the chronology. Yeah. And people wrote James Bond after Ian Fleming. And I'm like, holy cow, there's a whole bunch of ones I haven't even read yet. So I'm in the middle of that. What was the first, Goldfinger? Yes. Goldfinger. And so I just started because I wanted to go back to the beginning yeah. and work my way through. And so Goldfinger was number one. And then it was Live and Let Die. And then it was, what the heck? I just. There was I, Dr. No in there? Not yet. Yeah. Moonraker. I just Moonraker. finished Moonraker. So, uh, so yeah. So Moolah Word, or I'm sorry, Key is Create Credit. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with our Unlock Your Wealth Live, we do our Keys to Riches on Mondays at 9 a.m. Pacific live on our Facebook fan page. Join us at Unlock Your Wealth Radio on Facebook. Remember to turn on notifications and uh, like the page. And then once you like it, you can turn on notifications. And just be aware that we're transitioning to a full video format coming up in July. I guess I can let the cat out of the bag. We're debuting a new show. It's going to be a lifestyle show. It's more of the same things that you love about Unlock Your Wealth radio, but it's also going to be a magazine style format. So it's going to be lifestyle stuff too, because wealth is what? More than money. Also, be sure to visit our Facebook fan page. It'll direct you to the new Facebook fan page coming up. And that way you can get started being a part of all the excitement. You're excited. You can tell. <laughs> yes, and, and the Road to Freedom Fest, too, by the way. The Road to Freedom Fest starts today. And we're going to take a journey. We're going to start exploring some of the people that are speaking why Freedom Fest is so critical to your financial well-being. Thousands of people attend because there is nothing more important than your personal freedom. If you do not have personal or political freedom, you will not have financial freedom. And these things are inextricably tied. And that's why this is such a great conference because... It's all tied together. And they're doing it TEDx style. So they have a billion more speakers all doing like 10, 20 minute format presentations. So we are going to have a heck of a time because we're also debuting the Way of the Renaissance Man podcast and the Atlasphere podcast is going to be broadcasting as well. So come visit our Unlock Your Wealth TV studio on Media Row if you are in Las Vegas, July 11th through 14th. There's still some early word discounts. So how about moolah word of the day real quick? Let's do a moolah comparison. Nice. We're going to go double. We're not just going to do one word. We're going to do two and compare cool. them. Okay. Medicare versus Medicaid. It's very simple. One is a national program and one is a state program. Ding, 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 ding. You are a winner. Yeah. Medicare and Medicaid are both government programs. They both relate to health care and they are both talked about on the news all, all the time. The time. <laughs> and they both begin with the letter M, coinkadinkly. So it's easy enough to confuse them. But after all of that, that's the it factor only of their similarities. Okay. So each program provides benefits to different segments of the population, although there could be overlap. It's not likely. Medicare is a health insurance program provided by the federal government that you pay into for your lifetime. And then through payroll taxes, it's split between that you pay some, your employer pays some, and then you get it in a form of health care when you're aged. Medicaid is a health care assistance program 
It is also a government program, but one which the funding is shared by the federal and state governments. But it's mostly statewide programs, so you were right. You have to go to your state to apply for Medicaid, although the federal government does throw moolah that way. You know, so there are no premiums paid into that program because it's funded out of general, federal, and state tax revenues. And the patient may be responsible for small copayments, uh, and they vary state to state and from one treatment to another. So it depends on what you're having done, when you're having it done. Uh, but it's set up to provide health benefits for low-income people. You must qualify based on an income that is a percentage of the federal poverty level for your family status. So that means number of people in your family. But it's got to be less than 200% of the federal level. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference. Yeah. So. Simple. Simple, simple, simple. So as we continue this season of our women's empowerment, this, I said at the beginning, was one of my greatest interviews. Uh, This and uh, Nathaniel Brandon, they they duel for top dog on the website. And uh, I'm so excited. She's such an amazing woman, what she does and, and how she's evolved. And even now, since this is a reprise interview, she's even doing greater work. So she is now the creative strategy director at a place called Forum One, and they do cause-based marketing. And she is also known from her peers is and customers as a savvy communications professional who can dependably drive home complex projects. Her arsenal of diverse skills with editing, writing, design, and project management enable her to deliver high-quality products time and again. And she's going to talk about what really put her on the map was her website she started years ago called GoGingham.com. Let's take a listen to my interview with Sarah Tatro. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you. I'm so glad to have you on. And the reason is because I think you have captured the ideal mindset that people should have when it comes to money. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Heather. I mean, I feel like I am just trying to spread this message that being frugal doesn't have to be um, a sacrifice or boring or um, bland or anything like that. That it can be, I like to say that it's, it's frugal, fancy, and fun because that really, you know, describes me. So, Yes, and, and I, I, I don't believe that because, you know, when we, when we break the budget um, in our seventh key, you know, we're breaking that mindset that something has to be sacrificed or given up. You know, we opportunity cost really exists, but we have to reposition the way we think about what we're choosing over what we're letting go. And it doesn't have to be this negative opinion about it. The opportunity cost is what it is, but if we perceive it in a stylishly frugal and fun, fancy way then the perception becomes the reality, and it's not a sacrifice. It's an act of choice, and that's what I think I like about GoGingham.com. How did you come up with the idea for your website? Well, I am a sewer, and I love gingham fabric, and so that was partly, somehow the name of my site had to have gingham in it, um, and the go part is because I'm really trying to inspire people with my stylishly frugal ways. 
And I also wanted to not have something that started with frugal or frugal living. Um, even though I do live very frugally, I just think that a lot of times people are turned off by that word because they immediately think, oh, I'm going to have to sacrifice if I'm going to um, look at her website or, you know, be associated with frugal living somehow. Um, But really, I started my website because I just really felt like the 2008 um, economy and everything that happened that was, you know, hard on American families, including my own, because my husband lost his job in 2008. Um, It just really made me look around and say, you know what, there are a lot of people who are hurting, and... Um, it's unfortunate. And how can I help share how our family has been able to live and survive and even flourish in these hard times? Um, and, you know, what we're doing and how we're living still this really nice, thoughtful life, but we're doing it on less. Well, and, and I don't even get that vibe honestly, that it's about frugality because when I'm looking at your website and I can just pick a random article about roasting tomatoes, yes, you're saving money when you roast your own tomatoes versus buying a jar of them, but this is, I think, more about a celebration of what life is really about and it's about events and memories And if you're cooking in the kitchen with your family, I think that's a cool time. You can't put a dollar value on that. Sure, you might be saving a few pennies here or there. It might not even make a difference by the time you buy all the canning supplies and the resources it takes for you to jar your own roasted tomatoes. But the sense of community and family and the experience about it, for me, when I saw your website, is what I thought that you're celebrating what's really important about life and you're not focusing on the finances but as a result of this celebration if you will that mm-hmm. that you're being frugal as an offset or that's a secondary benefit but that's just my perception oh, i i would completely agree but you know the when you approach i i it's not that i try to approach everything with how can I save money doing this? It's that I approach everything with how can I do things with the least amount of waste? So I don't want to waste resources, whether that's the tomatoes I've grown in my garden that are starting to um, rot or, you know, um, anything, any jar, you know, anytime I buy a jar of peanut butter, I hold on to the jar because I know that I'm going to need it when I go to roast my tomatoes and and put them in my freezer. I mean, everything that's happening is um, with an eye towards not being wasteful and to be smart with resources. And that can be money, tomatoes, um, food, you know, trying not to waste food. I mean, all of those contribute towards um, the attitude of, of frugal living. You you nailed it on the head because my definition of wealth isn't just money or material possessions. It's about resources, and I think you really addressed it that 
that you know your tomatoes are part of your wealth that you, that your garden that you're growing and i love the picture of you and the chicken <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes and believe me our chickens got some of those tomatoes too because uh you know i i'm very fortunate to live in this wonderful neighborhood where my neighbors even share their tomato plants with with everyone and you know when tomatoes are starting to rot I'll um get a call saying hey we've got some tomatoes do you want you know and they're rotten do you want them for your chickens so everybody wins when um when there's tomatoes growing in my neighborhood for sure yay well I would love to talk more with you about what you're doing with your website and create some really great tips that folks could benefit from quality of life wise and financially and I'd like to do that right after the break. You are listening to Sarah Tatro from GoGingham.com on Unlock Your Wealth Radio and this segment is sponsored in part by KeepMyID.org the only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown for Unlock Your Wealth Radio listeners by visiting our website at UnlockYourWealthRadio.com forward slash Keep my ID and click on the link to start protecting your financial future right now. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Sarah Tatro on Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Let's pick up our interview right where we left off. Sometimes, Sarah, things can get in the way where we think we're saving money, but it actually costs us more in the long run. Um, can you address that? Definitely. I mean, I would say that couponing is one thing that I think costs more money in the long run uh, for a number of reasons. I don't use coupons at all in my grocery shopping. And, I mean, they don't, they don't have coupons for things like broccoli or beans, you know, that you get out of the bulk bins, which is how I, I buy my um, beans. But you know, a lot of times people will think they're saving by spending. But if you really think about that, Heather, I mean, I don't want to have to buy something so that I can save money because that is just not a sustainable lifestyle. And the other thing with couponing is people will drive across town to buy one item that they may or may not use or may or may not be good for them. Uh, you also have to devote space in your home to stockpile, you know, 50 packages of, of paper towels. And if you think about the real estate costs involved in just storing items that you can buy at the grocery store as needed, then it puts a little different spin on is it worth stockpiling, buying all sorts of items that you may or may not use, um, and that may or may not be good for you. I mean, a lot of foods that are, that coupons, that you can use coupons for, uh, are not very good for you if you read the ingredients in them. So that's one thing that I think people should really consider before, um, you know, clipping coupons and spending time managing them and driving to different stores to use them is that it's not always worth your time and it's not always a good use of your resources. And again, here you keyed into that word resources and, and resources is more than money. 
And I just think of the mistakes as you're talking about this from growing up with the whole coupon fetish and the warehouse club for for one person. You know, why is is my mother buying in bulk when it's just her? I mean, you, you know, I just I think it's wasteful and. You can't buy the healthy foods that are good for you in bulk anyway because, you know, it's not going to no. sit on the shelf. So, so that's kind of a waste of money. So if you're not going to, let's, let's stay on this food kind of shopping thing for a minute. So if you're not going to clip coupons to save money, how can you save money when it comes to food and meals? Well, I would say, hands down, the most important thing for saving money in on your food budget is meal planning. And every single week, I sit down and, you know, with our calendar of events and what's happening. I have two teenagers and, you know, we're busy and they're active in activities. And I figure out our meals for the week. I do a plan that goes from Monday to Sunday and I plan on us eating our leftovers. I plan on my kids cooking a meal. They cook dinner. Each one cooks a meal every single week and cleans up. Um, Oh, my gosh. How did you get the and clean up part? Well, that's (laughs) just part of what you get for the privilege of living living in our home. (laughs) I'm impressed right there. That's frugal living. No having to have a house where they pick up after themselves. That's it. I mean, there is no reason to have services, no yard, no home, you know, no clean house cleaning service. If you have kids, they should be working. That's my attitude for sure. Um, but I will say that if you can meal plan and only buy the food that you need to to only buy the food that you're going to eat in a week, you will not only save on your food costs, but you'll also cut back on the amount of food that gets thrown out. I mean, food waste is such a huge problem in our country. And by only buying the food that you are going to eat in a week, you can really save on a lot of resources that way. Yes, and it's and it's ridiculous how we waste food and then we have um, a starvation issue in this country, too. So here's another question that I'm thinking of. Okay, so I'm at your website. I'm like digging all of this stuff. I think it's cool. But I have, let's say I'm a person that, okay, I have appearances to keep up. You know, I have a certain role in the community or I I have, I'm concerned about the perception that others will have of me if I go, quote, frugal, unquote. Mm Mm-hmm. So is there a way that I can be frugal, but it can be on the sly? I think that, I definitely, definitely. I, I think that if you start behind the scenes, starting with frugal living behind the scenes, then it's not out where everyone has to see it. So if you can save money on your insurance, um, if you can save money and decide that you're going to drive your car less often, that you're going to walk more places, maybe you're going to get rid of your gym membership and, you know, plan on doing your errands on your bike or, um, you know, you're going to refinance 
your house. If you're lucky enough to have a job right now, uh, mortgage interest rates are so low that, you know, you can do all of those things and save money behind the scenes where it's not part of your outward appearances um, and, and live frugally. Well, I like the bike riding and the walking thing. You know, you can say that, well, that's my contribution to the environment because I'm going green, but you're actually just saving green. Absolutely. I mean, again, it comes back to resources. You know, you aren't, you don't have to go to the gym if you are, you know, skipping, leaving your car at home and you're walking places or you're riding your bike to the library or, you know, you're doing any number of things that, that contribute to helping the environment and helping your waistline. Yes, yeah. There's the other ancillary benefit is the uh, mm-hmm. the uh, firmer fanny. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm all about that because I'm busy trying to take off all of the fanny that I added working out with granddaughters So over the summer. So, yeah, I'm still uh-huh. working on that. Yes. Okay. yes. And then we've got the holidays coming up, you know. It's like, oh, no. So perhaps I'll start. Well, I walk quite a bit as it is. Nuts. I'm going to have to figure out something else. Now, I know you speak out a lot about being frugal and fancy and fun. And I have heard that you say in order to get wealthy, you have to lose faith. What does that mean? Well, I mean, it really doesn't have anything to do with religion, just just for the record. But when I do say that, people look at me like, oh, my goodness, what's she going to say here? But it's just a way to help people remember how there are different areas where they can, they can save money. And so by reducing your faith, it's the F-A-I-T and H, faith, you're reducing your food costs, you're reducing, I say apparel because that worked for my word, but it's clothing, so food, apparel, insurance, transportation, and housing. I mean, those are the big expenses in life, and if we can figure out ways to save money on those, to not have so much going out, because that's what reducing your faith is all about. It's not about going and getting a second job or selling things on eBay or doing anything that causes more stress to us. It's about less money going out, less money leaving your pocketbook, less money going out of your bank account. It's about keeping money so that you can increase your wealth. And I think that one of the focuses that, you know, it's not just about less money going out, but in all of those areas, you're increasing your quality of life. With less food, we know that people, if they ate 10 to 15% less, they would increase their longevity and their quality of life. You know, I mean, you can only wear one shirt at a time, so it doesn't matter if you have 10 in the closet or 10,000. You know, like in all of these categories, I think about it's not just about sacrifice or loss or opportunity cost. I I just, I really think that there's a a quality of life improvement. And that when I saw GoGingham.com, I just said, gosh, you know, she gets it. She gets it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I have to say along with that is 
we, my husband and I have been married for a long time. We've been married for 22 years, and we have always tried to live this way so that we can, well, in our 20s, so that we could have more choices of, what, of how we wanted to live our lives now, you know, in our 40s. And it has really, um, it's really been a nice way of having a calm, thoughtful, intentional life. Mm-hmm. Now, we're coming to the close of our time together, and, and I just didn't even realize it because I wasn't watching the clock. <laughs> and so when folks go to your website, what kind of resources do you have available for folks? Well, they can sign up for uh, receiving my email updates sent directly to them or if they prefer in, you know, in their favorite reader. Um, but I usually have an update, a new post going out several times a week, and it's always something to do with either being frugal, um, fun, or fancy, and it always is something that will save resources uh, and also time. That's another precious resource, and um, they can get all of my updates. They can also follow me on all different social media channels on Facebook or Twitter or on Pinterest and just kind of see what I'm up to on a, on a micro level also. Well, thanks again for being a part of our Women's Empowerment Series, everyone. If you would like more information about Sarah Tatro, please visit her show page at unlockyourwealthradio.com. And for those of you with driving around without a pencil, never fear. Find that information here on our website. And for the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls, your purveyor of prosperity. Now, go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2018 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com.